I'm Tarina. And I'm Kelly. We're the owners of Say Events, a wedding planning company based in beautiful Vancouver, Canada. This podcast is an honest, behind-the-scenes, no-bullshit look into the wedding industry. With over 15 years' experience in the biz, we share the inside details of what goes on into creating a wedding. We'll interview wedding experts, debate topics, and give you real advice only a wedding planner would know. Maybe it's just our moms, but at least we think we're wildly hilarious. Yes, a wedding has many elements and pieces to bring the day together, but that doesn't mean we can't do it with belly laughs and a sense of humor. This is your consultation. Welcome to the wedding session. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the wedding session. So it's been a week or two. Um, we're here. Okay. okay. <laughs> We've made it. What's up? Um, so today we decided to dive into a topic. Uh, we're slightly inspired by um, one of our friends in the industry. We were kind of, we wanted names, but we were kind of talking about how it's, uh, it's an issue on wedding days and um, it's not really something that we can control. So uh, we've learned over the years that sometimes our clients on their wedding day are just not really having a great day. And I think there's so many factors that lead up to the wedding day that affects you. Mm-hmm. And so our topic today is how not to be a grump on your wedding day. And and what a weird topic, but hey, this happens. Not a lot, but enough that we should talk about it. Right. Yes, exactly. I find, yeah, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> you know, yeah, and we're, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it. But um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's an emotional day. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of things happening. And and. uh we we say this all the time, like you can't you can't Photoshop a smile. So if you're having if you're being a, a bit of a poop pants on your day, then it's gonna show. <laughs> it's gonna show everywhere. <laughs> like how mom speak has like entered your vocabulary, like dude, dude so <laughs> bad right now. Mostly because I, yeah, it's like you don't swear as much. You change your words. You're like, oh, what a grumper, poopy pants. Like it yeah. used to be the other way around. So. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, M- Max, um, I mean, I don't want to say I swear in front of him, but I kind of do let a, let the F sharps out every once in a while, yeah. but he can't necessarily understand me. It's all oh, in, it's all in the, it's that. when he repeats it back, but yeah. it's all, it's all in the tone, right? It's like, yeah. did, have you guys ever seen uh, did you ever watch uh, was it uh three men and a little baby or something like that? And he talks about, he's reading like some sports magazine and they're like, what are you reading? He's like, it doesn't matter what I'm reading. It's all matters and how I'm reading it. <laughs> That's so cool. And, it's true. And this is, and this is circling back. Um, why, uh, yeah, I just have to clean some poopy pants today and he wasn't happy about it. So you can't Photoshop that smile back in. <laughs> and, and you need to recognize that you're spending a lot of money and planning like over a year yeah. this day and you're going to be in a room full of people who love you. So mm-hmm. we really try to figure out why, why you would be in this foul mood. Like why would you mm-hmm. pick today out of all day speak? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, there's, many factors that can lead to this, but we, we're going to give you some tips and pointers about maybe how you can prevent that. So we're going to give you pointers on before the day, like leading up and during the planning process, because it's really during the planning process that really stresses you out and things that you allow to happen Mm. might all domino effect. We call it ripple effect into your wedding day. Yes. (laughs) And on the day of how you can reduce, you know, things on your wedding day that might piss you off. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Yeah. <laughs> so, How to um, minimize. We want to minimize the situation. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the first part. So before your wedding day, mm-hmm. the big one is let's assess family members who are helpful and those who are not. <laughs> okay. You know, I love I love this because I always say that like when you get married, it's like it's not just you. It's like the village of people that got you and your person to this moment in your life. And I think it's so important that you do have your family members there, but also they're not helpful. Mm-mm, there's a door. <laughs> Just go it's, away. And there are some family members that are truly helpful in their mind. Yeah. They, mm. Right. So yep. it's like, I'm really, I want to help. I want to help. It's like, well, you're not helping me if you have no idea what you're talking about. It's like, mm-hmm. I really want to help make a cake, but you know, I'm going to accept that I have, I have an idea, but it's going to look like a piece of shit. 
<laughs> that's why I outsource. I order that shit out. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, um, I just, it's like that, right? You know? Yep. <laughs> know your skill set. Okay. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what what was it? I always like to say it's like helpful hands are not always that helpful. And sometimes when you have also like too many people trying to help you as well. And it's like, ah, oh, bless. Thank you guys all so much for, you know, offering your time. But sometimes it's just, I am more stressed out keeping an eye on you and making sure you're doing whatever it is that you're not supposed to be doing <laughs> or like even, um, yeah, I mean, this is about kind of leading up to the day, but even like on the day too, like you find sometimes like even in the, in your, and you may actually talk about this, but like in your actual personal space, when you're getting ready, you're like, okay, you guys are just, you're, you're, you're wigging me out, man. Like you just need to <laughs> you just, I need you out 15 feet away. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you're right. So, yeah. We'll talk a little bit, but it's like, it's just too many people. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, lead this to our next point is family members that stress you out. You got to figure that out who that is pretty quickly and how you can avoid this. And the best thing to do in it, and it's incredibly uncomfortable, is that you need to talk through your expectations with them before your mm-hmm. wedding day. And I'm not talking a day, a week. I'm talking months. You're getting married in August. Talk to them in February. Like, yeah. you have the time you're planning. Like, consider it as a planning portion of your wedding day talk to mom that stresses me out or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. (laughs) Now don't, you know, don't take it too harshly because obviously we have to consider certain feelings, but Mm -hmm. think about like, is it really going to stress you out on your day? So maybe you talk to them and say like, Hey, like you inviting a whole table from your work is stressing me out and I don't feel comfortable with that. (laughs) So maybe we don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Or I think another thing too is like the expectation of like how involved that you want them to be or don't want them to be too. So if the expectation is like, I want you to be part of this or like, I only want you on this, this portion of the overall planning, like I think kind of letting them know that too, because if they are, if they are too much (laughs) and they're there all the time and you're like, you know, I, I, I think it's, it's kind of hindering the overall planning process and it's just, it's just stressing you out. Like, I think you can be just really candid and honest with them and just say, I I really want you to help me just with this. So then that way they feel like they're part of the part of the day and they're part of helping you, but they're, but you, it's on your terms. And I think that's part of what the expectations is, is like making sure it's on your terms because otherwise it's like holding 15 plates and juggling plates in the air and they're just like all crashing down behind you. And you're like, what the hell? Why did I think I was going to be a circus performer today? (laughs) Where's this coming from? (laughs) Uh, Our next point is I'm going to talk, this is actually something that happened on my wedding day. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm to use it as examples. Uh, Is you got to, is there someone in, on your team, say bridal party, family member, whatever that may look like, Mm -hmm. that is the no person for you. So (laughs) Sarah Uh. was you know Sarah she has a no attitude and Mm -mm, she mm -mm. started saying no to people she's like no and she's like I don't care if and at one point she said to me like we were I was nervous about like some family dynamics um this is in my youth I'm much better at it now but uh she said Sarah said to me uh, I don't care. I'll say anything to make people sit down. Just be prepared for my mother, who was also a guest at our wedding, to say Sarah with embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> and how many times did you hear Sarah? A couple. <laughs> Enough to know Sarah was doing her job. How about that? She was my like barrier. She was my no person because at the time I was when I was planning my wedding, I didn't have a planner, so I was a big people pleaser. I wanted everybody to be involved, and I was on yeah. a budget, so I just put the wrong people in place. Um, right. And so, it, like, she was really good at being like, she's not going to do that. No, you can't visit her before the wedding. Like, you need to get out of this room right now. And at one point, she just told the entire party battle party because I was stressing out to get out. She was like, everybody needs to get out right now. Nice, <laughs> said, nice. Not you, not you. You stay here, Sarah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, man. You know what? And you kind of touched on it a little bit, um, the three-letter word, DIY. Yeah. I yeah. find that a lot of the DIY couples um, – you know, you do it for a reason. Nine times out of 10, it's because you're obviously because you're on a budget and you're just working with what you have. And so you're involving a lot of people, some people that you might not necessarily gravitate to or would normally like ask for help or get them to do things for you. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, like I find it, it kind of going back to the whole expectations thing, but also being able to say like, you know, having that no person. See, I, I need a no person because I, <laughs> this is my, th- that's you. Um, <laughs> you're my you're my no person for like my life um basically like 
if you need, everyone needs a no person, obviously. And I think if you just need to like hide in a closet or hide in a bathroom or something, and you just have that person that's like, I'm going to be your barrier, or I'm going to be your shield, or I'm going to be that no person for you. You just need that like one person you can rely on. And sometimes that's actually us. Like as your wedding planner, sometimes we are the no person and we'll do it nicely, obviously, but like, yeah, we'll put people down for sure. (laughs) But with a smile. With a smile and we love you and you guys are, you know, like, you know, we try to be nice about it, but sometimes you do need that that strong person. Yeah, sure. it's from a customer service days. Like, oh no, you can't do that. <laughs> Actually, how about we have you over here instead? <laughs> Hit on this one. Exactly. Uh, another point that we like to highlight is, okay, I was very guilty of this too, but you got to buy comfortable clothing. Okay, now <laughs> so true. Shoes. Okay, we have this vision in our mind that we're gonna wear these. You know. I don't even know the name. I'm so ghetto. Poblano Blanco, whatever. Manolo, Manolo Blahnik? Yeah, I watch a lot of Food Network. Not so much the other one, but. Clearly, clearly. I was like, uh, you mean Labouton? Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Either of those beautiful shoes are extremely mm. Style first, comfort later. Now, I'm not saying you don't have to wear, you don't have to wear orthotics with like supporting comfort <sighs> shoes, but I think you need a, a medium, right? Or at least a second pair of shoes. And let's be real, all wedding dresses hit the ground. No one can see them. So yes. my wedding, I had no shoes on for like 98% of the wedding. I just mm-hmm. wore them and nobody knew. So right. um, yeah, like don't, don't think in your mind and we've all been there. I'll be fine. You no. won't bring no. another outfit, bring a better bra, bring different shoes. Like just what's the harm in packing a bag of extra things? Mm-hmm. You know, not too big, just to make sure that you're comfortable and not this you know, in pain and like just really unhappy, right? I will tell you a story. Okay. So shoes are obviously my jam. Uh, I love them. And then I broke my ankle and I was in flats. I've basically been flat since 2018. It's been very upsetting (laughs) because all these heels are just collecting dust. Um, I ended up going out with Shan. I got the cutest pair of heels when we were in London. And I was like, okay, they're my size. So I thought I'm going to wear them. We drove from my parents' place in Cloverdale downtown I walked out of the car. We walked to the pub. I was there for maybe 45 minutes before I was like, Shannon, we need to go home. My feet, I'm dying. I'm like in tears. I drove barefoot the way home because my feet were killing me. So ladies and gentlemen, if you are getting shoes for your wedding day, please, for the love of God, break them in. Walk around the house. You put some you put some water in a plastic bag, you freeze it, you put it in your shoes, okay? That's a way to, to stretch them out. You wear socks with them. You get somebody who's got bigger feet to throw their feet into them, wear them for a little bit. Whatever you need to do to make those whatever you need to do to make those shoes feel comfortable on your day, because you're gonna be doing a lot of walking around. And especially if shoes are important to you, you wanna make sure you're wearing comfy, comfy shoes. So you know the Royals? Did you know they buy a shoe size half a size bigger than their shoe so that when their feet swell, it still feels comfortable? Did not know this? I got. I wasted. Believe got a wall. I got a wall full of shoes. I can only get about an hour and a half into before my feet swell up, and I'm like, nope, we're barefoot in the sand. (laughs) You know? Yeah. No. Yeah, and just like also, if you want to have those nice shoes, Mm -hmm. well, then wear them in times that meet and matter. You know, like maybe Mm -hmm. in the get ready photos, perhaps at the ceremony, but like. You don't need them walking around Stanley Park trying to find the best light combo water no. combo. Lord, Sun- no. you need you need shoes that you can walk in. Um, yeah. There's really cute, like white kicks you can get, you know, inscribed mm-hmm. with. Um, like you can make them really cute or you can get really cute sandals. I know ladies that are on the beach have like the jewelry. So just like accept the fact that if you don't wear heels on a regular basis every day in your life, you probably can't wear them for 10 hours at your own wedding. <laughs> totally. You know what? There's actually, they, they clearly build out of a platter. Um, they're on, because um, they follow, they've stalked me on Instagram with their sponsored te- uh, ads. But yeah. they are, oh, I can't remember what they're called. I want to say like Passion. I think it's called Passion Footwear. And I think they're from, I think they're Canadian. It's actually really cool. They are, they are uh, like transformer shoes. Okay. You can start off with heels. You pop off the heel part. And you can put like a block on or you can wear them as flats. So it's one pair of shoes and you have like multiple heels on it. It's so cool. So I'm thinking, you know, yeah, exactly. I'm like, that is absolutely worth the money. And I feel like as I'm getting older now too, I'm like, "Mm, I need to get more mileage out of these shoes. I'm not going to buy them once. I'm going to buy them for always. (laughs) Ever, forever. Yeah. 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 I I just gave up my heels like like a couple weeks ago. I just was like, what are these? (laughs) What is is the point of this? Yeah. 
never going to wear these ever again. Like, like, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, okay. And leading into, well, actually, I'm going to switch around, but kind of getting like on the same tangent of clothing, let's assume that if you're not getting married in the dead heat of summer, <laughs> that mm. you're going to get cold or wet. Okay. Like mm. if the heat wave, consider, you know, maybe an extra, extra pair of undergarments, but here in Vancouver, the temperature is all over the place. It's March 2nd and there's snow on the ground. So right. like, it's always just assume it's always fucking cold here. Okay. <laughs> no matter or wet, you're cold or you're wet. There's no perfect day. No, it doesn't there's exist. No there's no, no between. Jacket. No, April 28th. No, that doesn't exist. Right. So, yep. So bring it to- <laughs> <laughs> right. You got it. You got it. I know, I know it. I know it. <laughs> so oh, you accept that like, you're gonna like don't think I'm gonna go like to you know the forest for three hours and take all these portraits and not freeze my ass to death like oh man the jacket like or get a cute like shawl that could work for your photos or just get mm-hmm. like something big and comfortable and then just take yep. it off in between photos because you're not in photos the entire time but like when the body gets cold or wet you you get more miserable like just you- think about it <laughs> there's not oh. a time you're like you know what I was outside in the rain and it was fucking awesome no. no I- <laughs> I like to say how magical my elopement was, and it really was magical. But I'm going to tell you right now: two days before, I, two days before Riel and I had our little elopement in yeah. December, uh, it snowed. It was cool. totally fine. It was pouring rain, and then it snowed like hip deep snow. And I was like, "Well, I guess I'm getting married in the snow. It'll be fine." And yeah. then it rained, and then it rained. So then I was like, "Well, I guess I'm getting married in mud. It'll be fine." And then on the day of, it starts pouring rain pouring, pouring, pouring rain. I was like, well, there we go. West coast. Here we go. So I went from having sun and then snow and then, and then I sound like the post, what is it? The, the national post office, no sleep, no snow, no thing will pr- stop me from making my way down that friggin' aisle is what, I, what it was. But so I'm, I, okay. So what do I wear? I'm walking down the aisle. We're doing this outside in the middle of COVID. I'm going to wear a little, I wore like a little bolero, like a little furry shawl. It was really cute. Yeah, it was. Poor, super cute. Real is in a suit and <laughs> He was so handsome, but he was so miserable. When we're taking photos after, he's just like, I just want to put my coat on. I'm like, listen, I am half naked. <laughs> You're not allowed to put a coat he on. Less clothes than he did. Like, <laughs> Jesus. And he put a coat on and he was a little bit better so he could get through the photos. But yeah, it was it was darn cold. And it took me a while to thaw out because I was like, I'm going to wear my dress. I'm wearing my dress for photos. It took a yeah. while to thaw. It, wearing a coat felt amazing. And even umbrellas too. Like we weren't, we weren't sure what to do. And we're like, oh no, we need clear umbrellas. Thank God our photographer had them. But you yeah. want to be prepared. We live on the West Coast. The wet coast. <laughs> yeah. We live on the West Coast. And you know what? It's dealer's choice. It could be the middle of June. Remember when we did two weddings back to back at the Sea to Sky Gondola? I did that. We did that. And it, yeah. first weekend, gorgeous. You could see all the way down the house sound. Next weekend, holy crap. You couldn't see in front of you. It was Dark. so cloudy, so gross. So yeah. this has come into a rant. But basically, be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> be prepared. Bring your shit with you because you're going to need it. <laughs> I just like think the moral is don't be a hero with your clothing. Like yes. just we're Vancouverites. There is a joke. There's a worldwide joke that Canadians and Vancouverites don't give a shit about what we look like in fashion because we have no idea what the weather is. So we I would know. be warm and like wear a sleeping bag with arms and have uh, shoes than look fashionable in saying. Vancouver. I don't care. Yeah. My fashion is jeans. Like I will wear jeans to bring up the look. (laughs) Right. We're very relaxed to begin with out on the West coast. And so when we get dressed up, it's like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a big, it's a big to do, but I get it. Like, yeah. A nice pair of heels that you haven't broken into yet. Cause you usually wear like yoga pants and flip flops, which honestly I highly encourage you to wear flip flops underneath your dress. Cause it's just so much easier to get in and out of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And even like I won't last part on this, but I will say when we went to Disneyland and there was the biggest deluge they had seen in ten years. You think me and my family had any problems with thirteen degree rain? I do not think so. Everybody's no. hiding in their ridiculous parkas and freaking like garbage bags, and we're all in rain gear that we own because we live here. <laughs> and our kids like this is cool. Like, yeah, right. No- on the rides for sure isn't, isn't that funny though too because it's like a warm rain i'm like i feel like i'm in mexico <laughs> and i was like 13 degrees you guys are nuts like this is so- <laughs> this is perfect perfect yeah. weather <laughs> no we hate i'll go on that but yeah <laughs> uh, okay move into other stuff so um that the next piece is 
Okay, so voice any disappointments that you think you're going to have about your wedding sooner than later. For example, mm-hmm. you know, there, like when you pick your venue, it's not always going to be the most perfect venue because there's always certain limitations that come with it. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, I got married at Pycroft Beautiful Space. Problem was that it was closed at 1030. So we mm-hmm. had to have a party sooner. Ooh. A part of me was disappointed about it, but at, at the time, whatever, it was fine. We just started our dance party at seven, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, if you're having disappointments or thinking like, oh, I didn't, I didn't like the, my, how the way my makeup was done. You got to figure this stuff out before the wedding day. Like don't mm-hmm. hold it in and then let it build up until the wedding day. You have oh, to yeah. get it and then oh, work yeah. it and either accept the terms or mm-hmm. change it. Right. Totally. Well, and you actually kind of, you kind of touched on a little bit. Makeup, for example, is a really, really big one. We're about like voicing your disappointment sooner rather than later. And we actually had quite a, we've actually had a few brides that have had their trials done, which we absolutely friggin' encourage you to do. Even if it costs more money, how much money is that? How much money is that worth on your wedding day? Like you're the stress and, and frustration and whatever. Try it out. See what it looks, see what it looks like. Because if you're like, we always say all the time, hair and makeup, is the first thing that happens in the morning. And if it's running late, everything is running late. So if they're, you're getting your hair and your makeup done in the morning and all of a sudden you're like, this is ugly, I hate it, but you never did a trial, then you're going to be in there for hours while they try and fix and figure out and, and you know try and get you pretty and out the door basically. But you need to like do those things beforehand. Makeup, hair and makeup is great because you can do trials way beforehand. Same with your photographer too. Do engagement photos. We absolutely encourage you to do engagement photos, first of all, because you need those photos anyways. But you can actually meet with your photographer and hang out with him and be like, yeah, okay, this this works. Or, or you know, like having a conversation with your efficient, like actually try to like do a zoom call or meet them for a coffee or something. These are the people that are going to be there on the day. And if you're like, oh, I'm going in here pissed off or I'm not happy about this, Mm-hmm. doing it beforehand will give you the time to be like, we need to find somebody else. I'm not happy with this. And it's okay. We literally have a podcast on how to fire people. <laughs> <laughs> or just like the venue. Sometimes there's so many things about it that you absolutely mm-hmm. love. Like, oh, I love the food. I love the booze. I love the location. But maybe you don't like um, like the ceremony site or something. And it's yeah. like, are you okay to get your photos off the ceremony? Or like, do we need to find an alternative kind of yeah. thing, right? Yeah. You just need to yeah. kind of reflect on what, you got to accept certain things or, or do you need to change it kind of thing? Yeah. So don't be yeah. like on the day I've heard, you know, couples say this to me like, Oh, I didn't, I never liked the food at the taster. It's like, well, why are we here? And so that might've been something we should have talked about before. Right. right. Yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then this is kind of, you know, the elephant one is like, <laughs> gotta make a cut of the bridal party. <laughs> So you sometimes have to just consider that in a year's time, perhaps a bridesmaid or a groomsman has really been not a nice person or just doesn't make you feel good. Mm-hmm. And you should feel supported on your wedding day. And if you're finding that these people in your bridal party are not supporting you, how can they be a good energy on your wedding day? Absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, I was actually in a bridal party where we had to fire somebody. Um, we had to, we had to let them go. And it was, it was, the bride was just like, I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. Like, you know, again, going back to earlier, what we said about the expectations of like how involved we want you or not. She said like, this is the stuff that I'm wanting. This is what we're planning on doing. You know, I'd like you to be part of all this stuff. And in the conversation at the beginning, it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No problem. No problem. And then as we're doing everything, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I've got this, or I've got that, or this, the other, the other. And you're like, okay, well, so you haven't been able to come to anything. And it's, it's, tough because you're like I want this to be fun I want this to be a good group of people that we're all like surrounded by and have like my girls or have my guys with me but if you're finding like I mean the girls are notorious for this obviously but boys are just as bad but if you're finding like okay this person is just a negative vibe and negative energy and they're just not they're not playing along or like we're asking them to be part of stuff that they're just like oh I've got better things to do like that's not okay like you can absolutely say you know what I'd love to have you at the wedding um but I just feel like maybe maybe you know, maybe it's easier for you just to be a guest versus, um, you know, giving, giving your time as a planner or like, sorry, not as a planner, like giving your time as like a, um, uh, what am I trying to say? Words. Like a, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm just, I'm losing brain cells as we talk right now because I'm feeding Max. Yeah. Hi, troublemaker. Hi, troublemaker. Yeah, I know you. It's gone. I was, I had a thought. It was a good thought. It's gone now. Anyways, all this to say, um, it can be tricky to do this, but in the end, it's actually probably better for you and it'll be better for everybody. And hopefully 
the friendship is there that you're like, I love you. I still want you there. I just mm-hmm. feel like maybe, maybe you can't dedicate the time and that's cool. Like I'd mm-hmm. rather you just be there as a guest. Right. So totally. make it, yeah. 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 You're doing or him a favor. Like weird politics in the bridal party. So like a groomsman and a bride. Oh, yes. Dating. I had one where they dated, broke up. Yeah. He got together with a girl, had a baby immediately. And then the six week old baby was no three weeks old baby was at the wedding. Yeah. He was kind of a flirty flirt. I was not impressed with him. I remember well, you and I, when he flirted with us, we're like, Oh, your baby was here. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I looked at him and I was like, when he talked, like he was doing it with all the women, it didn't matter. Yes, he was. And I was like, you are, you are breaking some cardinal rules here, sir. He you needs to step aside. You were fired from this. Ugh. So anyway, I remember being, ew, <laughs> why are you, why are you hugging everybody? Get away from me. So, so yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the day of. So, you know, like I'm pretty, like, I think the both of us really try to highlight this to our wedding or couples is that you really need to let go on your wedding day. Like on the day of the wedding, you just need to understand that like nothing can be changed at this point, you know? Maybe a few things can be changed pretty hard <laughs> to but, do it. But, but not but not really. At no. the moment, it's just it's just whether you, you know, let go and let God. Even if you yeah. don't know those of you that don't believe in that, whatever, you know what I mean? Like just just let her go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go, Elsa. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, so these are some things that you can prepare to do um on your wedding day ahead of time, but like, understand that this is what's going to be happening on your actual day. So mm-hmm. the first one is, and we kind of touched base on this is have a relaxing morning. Like don't, mm-hmm. I understand, like I understand hundred percent the workout component. I need to work out to fit in my yeah. dress. I know Isla Scherzinger has a bit of a funny bit about it where it's like, what, what are you going to do? You're going to lose a pound and a half for that dress. Yeah. You, you are where you are, but like some people need it for stress and, yes. and I guess that's fine. So yes. if you, if you're starting makeup at eight o'clock, and you have to work out at six. If you are a morning person and this is what you do in your daily life, you go for it. Or maybe consider, you know what? Not my jam. I'm going to wake up at 7.59 and pee and then sit in that chair and allow them to plaster my face with the eyeliner. Right, right. <laughs> and that's how you do it. <laughs> and that's how, some, that's how some people like to do it. I, I mean, you can even, even if you're not like necessarily a morning uh, athletic person, you can even still go for like a walk or something like that. And maybe that's a great way to like center yourself. And kind of, you know, if you need to like meditate and just like prepare yourself for the day, absolutely do it. Have a mm-hmm. bath in the morning, you know, do have some tea, like do whatever it is you need to do to, to kind of center yourself for the day. I totally agree. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we already touched a little bit on this is reduce the amount of people in the room. Now, this really depends on you as a person. So if you're an extroverted person and you like the energy and the vibe and the, and the camaraderie and all that chaos in the room, you might be Okay. You know, you might be in a large suite that offers, you know, lots of space for people to hang out, maybe like have some food, like have some coffee. But if you're in like this teeny, 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 tiny apartment, you're shoving 14 people in there. And yeah, no, don't it do it. Long, it's just like, just recognize your body. Like, are you cool getting ready with two people, with 14 people? Does your, you know, like, does your step aunt and her kids need to be there at least because they want to be part of the experience? Like, Find the middle ground. Who is getting their yeah. hair and makeup done? Who is a parent, a direct parent that's allowed to be in there? Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, mothers of the groom want to be involved or mm-hmm. mothers of the partner. And maybe that's a little stressful for you. <laughs> I would say personally, if my mother-in-law was in the room, I would flip. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> she would be allowed in the room. Get out. Sarah, yes. get in there. <laughs> uh, no, no, Sarah. Yeah, yes, agreed. Yeah. You get her out of here. So yes, you know, yep. things recognize like supportive people versus people that need to be in there, and just take like all the stuff out of your morning. Like you don't you don't need to do all these things. You don't need mm-hmm. to. Some, you know, I've seen some girls work on emails, and I can kind of understand that because it distracts you, right? Like yes. I probably. <laughs> I would absolutely be doing. I would be doing work emails the morning of. Yeah, for sure. What are you doing? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Aren't you um, having a baby tonight? Yes, I am. I just need to finish this email. <laughs> I just It's distracting me. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is for sure. Totally. Yeah. Uh, okay. So another bit is, um, okay. So we kind of warn our clients when we're talking about this, but it's, we want you to understand your timeline. So a, a really great example, and I, I talk about this wedding a lot is, uh, is Erica and she, um, it's on our blog, Erica and Michael, and they'd had their mm-hmm. wedding. Screen. And she was the type of bride that could handle this, but Essentially, she had an hour and a half 
to do her ceremony, family photos, tea ceremony, portraits. Now that is tight. That's and insane. I I warned her. I was like, oh, I don't know if this is possible. Like, it's really hard to move you from that great lawn to upstairs in the solarium mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. through the crowd of people. And I'm like, just accept that I can't let you talk to anybody in order to make this work. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, and you know what? She, her and I, we had a chat about it. She was cool with it. I ripped them up those stairs so fast. They got through it so quickly. And she was a bride that can handle it. Yeah. I'd say 99% of the brides cannot handle it. No, no, no. Just understand that like if you have a rush period in your timeline or a lot of chill time, are you cool with these gaps? Mm-hmm. Are you cool yes. with this, this rush, rush piece? If you're not, then we got to find alternatives to change it or you have to accept that's just the way it's going to go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, mm-hmm. and I'm always, obviously we're going to throw in having a planner there. Um, <laughs> You want to have somebody that is there to help help manage that time for you too. Because on the other hand, you have a timeline that you're you're happy with, but you as the couple getting married, you don't want to be stressing out about that timeline being like, oh my God, we're late. Are we late? Are we on time? Are we ahead of schedule? Like all these sort of things. You want to have somebody else managing that stuff for you. Maybe it's the no person. <laughs> um, but you want to have, you know, but you want to have somebody that's that's going to be there to help keep you on task and on time that you're not so that you're also not worrying about all that stuff because you may have already figured out the timeline you like and you've got the downtimes and you may be running a little bit behind but thank god you had a little extra downtime because then now you've made up back that time or you know all that stuff so so it's it's good to have also somebody in your corner that can help you manage this so then that way you're not freaking out or worried or like, oh my God, we're stuck in traffic or, or like we're late because hair and makeup was late because I didn't do a, a, a trial and now I'm behind and all this sort of stuff. So that's, that's my two cents. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This is, this is now, now that I'm feeding people all the time, have food <laughs> for the love of God, have food. I never realized how important it was. You know how you're like, you know how when you're doing something lots of fun and you don't realize how hungry you are until somebody puts a sandwich in front of you and you're just like, holy crap, I'm going to eat this entire thing. Honestly, please make sure that you have snacks, 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 snacks all the time. Um, (laughs) I mean, like booze is not considered a snack, even though I think it might be a food group, but please do not rely on that. (laughs) Like white claws or whatever the heck you want to go for, like just, you know, make sure you're eating something with it. And honestly, remember to have like, protein or you know crackers or things that aren't like going to be super messy because remember you are in a dress and I remember we had a we had a bride oh my gosh she had um we've referred to her wedding a few times and she uh she had this beautiful traditional uh ceremony dress that she was wearing and she was wearing it during the dinner and between everyone we're like you know would you like something to eat can we get you something she's like no no no, it's okay it's okay it's okay and I was like you haven't eaten in a really long time and it wasn't until I realized she was so worried about getting anything on this dress that I was like okay so as soon as she changed back into the her her other dress like her dancing dress then she looked at me and I was like okay how much food do you need on a plate like you must be so hungry right now and even when you're in like in the in-between I remember I remember being a bridesmaid and I remember we were eating um the mother of the bride brought a bunch of snacks for like sandwiches for us. And we were in the middle of a field and we're all sitting there doing the Guy Fieri butt out because nobody wanted to get anything on our dresses. And we were just, we were, the girls were eating more sandwiches than the guys. That's how hungry we were. Cause we had, we'd been up since like four 30 in the morning, getting our hair and her makeup done and all this stuff. Guys literally roll out of bed, throw on a suit. So easy for you. Yeah. And you don't realize all of a sudden you're like, I'm getting a little hangry. Like the, the stickers commercial, you're not you and you're hungry. It's true. So not true. I like I just actually um I started to lose like all focus. Like I just can't yeah. have um you know that. And actually it's funny, I think the reason that Sarah and I have been best friends for this long is because we have an understanding understanding when it comes to food. Like we yeah. pre brunch before brunch. Like Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hour for our food. We should grab like a little muffin first. Like just to, you know, just like, to prepare ourselves. Yes. <laughs> just in case there's a long wait. <laughs> and then we, it's like you're like, the foundation. Yeah, you're like tailgating before breakfast. Whatever, it's fine. It's usually a little McDonald's drive-through hash brown is what our, our go-to usually is. That's but, awesome. So I just like lose all focus, and I'm yeah. just like, 
smile. I ain't giving anybody a smile till I get something to eat. I need food now. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I started. I started carrying um, like snacks and stuff with me when I was at school because I had this one. One of the girls in my class, she turned around and she looked at me in tears. She was like, "I'm just so hungry," and I was like, "Oh my god, I have I have a granola bar." She's like, "Okay, thanks." <laughs> she was like inconsolable, and so again, you can't put a Photoshop a smile on your face if you're really frustrated or if you're upset. Or you're just like, "I just cannot focus on anything other than eating right now." Make mm-hmm. sure you got snacks. And the other point is assign this to somebody else. Like I know it's mm-hmm. like simple enough of an act, a, a, a thing that you could potentially do. Like you could be like, oh, I can go to, you know, save on and I can get the platters and I could, I could do that. But like, why? If you have a bridal party of 10 people, assign it to one of them. Like mm-hmm. give them your credit card if you don't want them to pay out of pocket, but that's what they're there to do. They're there to exactly. support you. So give exactly. this job to someone else. So I always say assign someone responsible to give you a cooler full of food. Sometimes it's a parent and mm-hmm. parents would gladly do that, right? Like, of course I want those kids fed kind of thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's not, it's a very easy task to get off your plate. So try to find mm-hmm. tasks that you can get off your plate, right? Like exactly mm-hmm. like that, for example. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Speaking of food, maybe consider laying off the booze until dinner, okay? Now- Well, that's no fun. <laughs> me personally, <laughs> our party window, okay? That's it. Trina can hang out all day. All night, no problem. But the drinking happens in three hours for me. Start yes. to finish. That's it. I don't. Then three hours is up. Goodbye. In my clubbing days, you know, like midnight to three, that was Tarina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like five to eight. See you later. I'm going to bed. Like I know no. the three-hour window is starting. So for me, like I personally didn't drink beforehand because I knew I needed that window mm-hmm. later. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah, I'm a bit of a – I don't want to say I'm a booze hound, but I definitely – You can I, graze. I, you can I, like – well, here's my issue is that I, I, I grazed a fair bit for a couple weddings. And so you gotta, you just gotta make sure you either like maintain it at a very low level. And it's just yeah. like puny Moses for breakfast. And then that's it. I always tell people like, in theory, you need to be sober when you're walking down the aisle because the officiant or priest or pastor or whoever can say like, you need to be of sound mind and you're getting married. If you are shit faced, you are not getting married today, <laughs> which always, like oh, no, bye-bye. Um, see, he agrees. Right? Yeah, exactly. He agrees. Um, so you know what you could always do is like, there are some, uh, so I just actually went to a trade show a couple weeks ago. It was the wellness show. Um, they just celebrated their 30th year. Did you know? Uh, and they had, they had, a, a um, they were non-alcoholic cocktails. They were oh. so, oh my gosh, they were so good. I think the brand was Opus. I think you can get it at like nature's fair or like whole foods or anything like that. I had gin and tonic. I had peach Bellini. <laughs> Oh my God. It was so delicious. And you had no, oh, and mojito was the other one. You had no idea there was no booze in there. So it's like, you could always start with something like those. If you feel like you want to have like fun in the morning, but there's no mm. alcohol in it. So in that way, at least you're still like of sound mind and you can walk in a straight line because yes. wearing shoes for the first time in a dress down the aisle, things going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. There's like, you got to party till 1am. Save right. yourself a little bit. Yeah. Right. right. So, exactly. You know, have like easier booze for sure. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, no way you are. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, Another one is so I'm kind of moving off the food and booze here. Is yeah. So I'll let you kind of tell the story, but like, oh. do you have anxiety in your day to day life? Right. So uh, I think it's not easy for some of us that might not have this, but I think we all have a version of anxiety in our life. But I think mm-hmm. we can understand that maybe a day of ten hours of giving your social self up mm-hmm. is a lot. And so oh, yeah, recognize your body, like. Am I like, am I cool to have this big wedding? Are you doing this for me or for them? Right. Kind of thing. So yeah. um, maybe schedule timeouts or quiet time. Yes. <laughs> and we've had this before. This isn't an uncommon thing to schedule in your day. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Can I tell the story about um, that one well, wedding I, we did? Uh, the one in the green, the dinner that we, in the boardroom. <laughs> I can't even remember that one, but I do remember. I Michael do remember. And... I can't remember her name, but um, we weren't allowed to use our phones for the, the wedding at all because they wanted pri- ultimate privacy. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. And they were, yeah, they they ended up doing, yeah, they were, she was very, um, they were a very private couple. And so, yes. yeah, they definitely wanted to, and I think there was a little bit of anxiety for sure. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to, so yeah, they hid in the boardroom, I think, actually, and that's where they had their dinner, wasn't it? The library. They it's paid like, for the plate of dinner at Cecil Green, but their mom brought them a home cooked meal and Tupperware, and the three of them made dinner in the boardroom. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is, in the timeline. <laughs> this is like hilarious. Yes. Oh my God. I totally remember this. I totally remember this. 
But so it's a good example of like recognizing that the three, like two of them plus mom had a very good relationship and yeah. felt that they were not going to eat properly to continue through the evening. So yes. it was a good for them to sit down and eat in a quiet space yep. during cocktail hour before, you know, their formalities continued kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I actually was referred to another wedding. I've talked about it all the time, but this is a friend of ours, a friend of ours that got married um, a few years ago and they, the groom suffers from anxiety and mm-hmm. they ended up doing, they had to have dinner first before they could do the ceremony because he was so anxious. She's like, I know he's going to pass out from just like being so nervous that yeah. we just need to do this beforehand. And so they had dinner first and then they had a beautiful sunset ceremony, which I highly encourage you to do if you can. Um, and that's, that's how they, that's how they did theirs. And that, because that's how they knew how they worked. And so you wanted to make sure that like, if that's something that resonates with you, then be aware, like, okay, so if you're anxious, then make sure that you've got that, you know, make, build that in. There's another thing that I'm seeing lately. It's a lot of like, um, neurodivergent couples that are getting married and some people, especially with that are autistic, for example, or, um, I think that's the big one, the one article that I saw. And they were like, how can we have a wedding with people when I'm nervous about being around people? And the suggestions that they came up with were so cool. It was like, you know, um, sitting at the table, like it's a long table, but the bride and groom sat at the very end of the table. So imagine like a long Harry Potter style. They're not in the middle. They're like on the end so that if they need to walk away, they can. Um, a lot of down, like a lot of downtime, very like light music. Like they just did all this stuff because they knew that that's what they needed. And so if you know what you need, absolutely do it that way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And then I kind of our last one is like really on the day, like you had to focus on your partner because it, it's really what it's all about. Right. So, um, if you're having a tough time or you're finding that you're kind of spiraling, mm-hmm. maybe look at your newly married person, person, like your groom or your bride, whatever. And just maybe see, I need a minute and you need to come with me mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe yes. put in your partner and maybe have a private moment. That's why like, I truly do like the first look just because it really gives you to an opportunity to be by yourselves because it's yes. really rare by yourself on your wedding day. So sometimes I say like, if you're having anxiety and you, and you don't want to be rushed, the first look is a great idea because you get to spend time together, mm-hmm. um, you know, beforehand. Uh, yeah. Also I had a couple who didn't want to do a first look, but they, she had pretty bad anxiety. Um, so we did, we did a first touch instead. Yeah. Um, you know, Corbin, yeah. Be, yeah, I actually have yeah. some pictures of them, but so they got to spend some time together, but they were back to back and they didn't yeah. see her, So they still got that quiet moment together, but they didn't see one another. So I try to like encourage you to kind of just go back to what it's all about. Right. Yes. So. Yeah, absolutely. We say this all the time, like all this stuff is going on and you guys are having a wedding and that's like, that's gravy. But at the end of the day, it's the person at the end of the aisle. Like that's yeah. the person that means the most. And that's the, that's the most important thing. So if there's, if you're having a really bad day and like, hair and makeup is crap. The limo was late. Uh, the efficient said your name wrong. Like, you know, my, my shoes are killing, my feet are killing me. This dress sucks. Like I'm so mad right now at the end of the day, look at your person and be like, okay, it's going to be okay. And that's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Right. It does. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So in summary, um, we kind of talked about this, but we'll kind of give you the, you know, pointers. If your anxiety is too high, perhaps a big wedding is not for you. And don't just say because my parents really want it. What do you want? I mean, there is a point to what your parents and people in your life Mm -hmm. want in this party. But, like, if you don't want to have 150 people staring at you and it's giving you, like, major, major anxiety, maybe go to, like, 50 people, right? Like, find the happy medium or, you know, but just find a, like, if your anxiety is literally, like, pushing you down yeah find a better alternative for yourself because you want to be happy on your wedding day and it doesn't matter what everybody else wants if you're looking like a freak rabbit <laughs> photo jumper yeah. like well that's not, that's not great for anybody and that's very expensive to figure that out right that's so. so true yes yes absolutely um figure out what's most important to both of you so uh this is a question we ask on all of our um consults is like what are you looking forward to the most and you know if I get answers like oh we're really looking forward to the end or we're really looking forward to like um spending um some alone time together in the morning or we're really looking forward to making sure my mom and dad are off my back it's like well Mm -hmm. like I was looking more for like the party or hanging out with family and friends or the ceremony is really important to me so if if you're finding that the most important pieces to you are not anything to do with the wedding 
then that's another sign. That's <laughs> like, a bit of a sign. Yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and the last one is, you know, don't be afraid to say no. And it's okay not to be a people pleaser. It's your day. Like I, I kind of, I'm kind of guilty of this a little bit. And you, you know, you, you've got so many people that are being generous with their time and their love. And you're like, oh, I just want to say yes to everybody. And I want everyone to feel welcome and welcome and loved. And you're, you're appreciated. And thank you so much. But sometimes, sometimes you have to say like, you know what? Thank you. But, but no. And <laughs> again, we've talked about that. No person. Maybe you need that no person there. And, and they can be the bad guy for you. Cause you don't, you know, sometimes it comes down to family dynamics and family politics that you're like, Oh crap, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't be the one to do it. Um, but it's okay to say like, you know what? I just need a really small group of people surrounding me right now of the people that I'm familiar with. Now is not the time to start trying out new food. Now is mm-hmm. not the time to start having a bunch of random people in your space when you need to like, maybe you need to be, you know, center yourself and meditate or do whatever it is you need to do to like get your game face on. And you don't need cousin's girlfriend that's there and you're like who is this bitch and why are you here right now like you just because you're a girl and we're surrounded by girls like please no go please you know so like it's your it's it is your day it's it's it is about you too it is your day remember that and and find that balance of having the important people that need to be there like you said Mm -hmm. because it is about the village too that brought you to this to this moment in your in your life but also remembering like you can also say no just just no yeah because then all these things that we're considering you to think about is really helping you not look like a grumpy bear on your wedding day. Okay? Like you oh get it you get one shot, you know, you know, in theory, you're going to get one and you know, like 30, 40 grand down the tube because you couldn't tell people no, or you couldn't make a decision or you couldn't express yourself. Like, I think this is the time to take ownership of those right. things. Exactly. So, you know, that you're not so upset on your wedding day. Absolutely. And I I have one more thing that just came to mind, actually. We didn't really talk about it Um, from the vendor's perspective. So Mm -hmm. if you are having a bad day, the vendors are like, well, if you've got a great team with you, they're going to do everything they can to make sure that your day is running smoothly and they will do whatever it is. Like we've gone, you know, we've, uh, the couples have been really great about it, but like if they're, if your dress is dirty because you went out and got photos done and you're stressing out because you're like, oh my God, I'm getting a first look in in a half an hour and I've got, you know, Pacific Spirit Park on my back dress. <laughs> like, what the, you know what I mean? Like, what the hell do I do? How do I clean this? Are like, you freaking out? Well, just like, you know, don't forget to, you know, ask your your vendors. Like, they're here to help you too. And mm-hmm. we are almost, I don't want to say we're better, but we are almost <laughs> more ideal because we're not necessarily emotionally attached in the same way that some family members might be. Say you mm-hmm. have a really, really close relationship with your mom. <clears throat> and... Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. And, and you know, okay. So something happens with your dress, maybe it got a little dirty or you got a strap that's broken or something like that. Like, is your mom going to be like, oh, oh my God, freaking out because something's going on. Or you're like, okay, I just need, I just need you outside and I'm going to have somebody who is a third party help me clean my dress or help mm-hmm. me sew myself back into my dress or something like that. So, you know, and it's, and it's tough for us too, because if there's, if you're upset about something, we inherently are going to want to try and help you feel better. And so mm-hmm. if it's something that we can't even help you with and you're just going to be a sad puss the whole time, then we're just like, what do we do? Like, it, it affects us too. Like, we're, again, we always do. <laughs> you know? So you know? True. Yeah. So true. Like, we spend, we, we love what we do and we enjoy what we do and we want to make sure that everybody is having fun. And when we see somebody that's not having fun, our first reaction is like, what can we do to make you feel better? And if you cannot communicate why you're upset, then it's hard for us to be like, you know, for photographers, for example, it's hard for us to get you to like coax a smile out or like, you know, mm-hmm. how do we, you know, like hold each other's hand or let's walk away over here. Maybe you don't like this location that we're at or whatever it is. If you can't communicate that, then it's hard for us to do our job too. If mm-hmm. you're upset about something or if you talk about the elephant in the room about having to cut somebody out and you didn't cut out that bridal person, that bridesmaid or groomsman or even a flower girl, well, the kid could be a total shithead. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. I mean, like, oh my God, I had to have this kid here because the parent is a cousin or whatever. And a God, you know, it's all the, all the levels. You yeah. know, it's just, it's just drama if I don't. Then, you know, it's like how, you know, as your planner, how can we help you? How can we be your shield on the day? Maybe we need to run interference with people because this is going on. So to to be open with us and, and like 
it affects us. We're all about vibe. We want to make sure that you're having a great day. That's just really at the end of it. So if you're mm-hmm. finding that, you know, even if you, you know, are having a rough morning and you see your wedding planner and you're like, this is what's going on. I really need your help. Mm-hmm. Rely on your wedding planner. If you're like, I'm having a really bad day and the photographers are there and just be like, just, I just need a second to like cry about this or be upset about this. Mm-hmm. And then let me get it out of my system. And then we're going to go ahead. Then Perfect. the photographer like, absolutely. Like you tell us what you need and we will make it happen. So your, your vendors are there to help you too. Yeah. I think like, uh, we have a podcast with JM from IDJ that kind of said it best is that we're really like, we did 65 events last year. In one year. <laughs> I don't know that your mom or your aunt has done 65 weddings. Like, of course they're like a comfort person to you, but like, trust us when the vendors know a bit more tricks of our sleeves than, maybe like a family member. And it's mm-hmm. like, we're fine doing the grunt work and fixing something. Like we can sew a dress, we can clean a dress. We did it in December and the bride like posted us on her social. <laughs> like, you know, we can fix things in catering faster because we know what we're talking about to certain things. We know like random things like dish sizes and linens that can sometimes be a problem. It's like, what are they going to do? Google on their phone how big a linen is for a six foot table? We already know that. It's in our DNA. Yeah. Know it, yeah. right? And it's a job. So rely on the vendors to maybe help you out and some weird situations that you are feeling stressed about too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yep. yeah, we're fine. If you're overwhelmed, tell your person that you trust, like your parent or your sister, or whoever, and get them to talk to us. Sometimes it's easier to have that like middle ground of less emotions. Be like, okay, the bride has a problem with these things. Okay, cool. Like yeah. I can fix A, B, and C, no problem. Give me five minutes kind of thing. Right. So that's usually yeah. how we. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah, don't, um, don't be a grumpy bear on your wedding day because you only get one shot at it. And uh, honestly, we can only do so much magic. Okay. <laughs> we got a lot of magic in us. But I mean, one last story, and I, I've talked about it before. It's um, I had a, br- a bride and groom that got married. They had two girls each. And the, the youngest girl, I knew had an issue with food. She was very specific. And, and the bride was like, you know, it's just, it's just part of us. She only likes certain foods. That's it. And I said, okay. And she was kind of grumpy, but she's in a lot of the photos, right? So she kind of perked up over time, but you could still, she was kind of like feeling not great. So then she went up to her mom's friend. Her mom's friend came up to me and she goes, they're magic. They're magic. They, they can do things for you. And she's like, can we get ice cream? And of course there was no ice cream on site, but I was like, what's it to me to send my assistant to go buy $7 ice cream from the freaking gas station? Of course she went and did that, came back, ice cream sandwiches. And there's a picture of her eating the ice cream sandwich. Just the happiest kid. With- <laughs> so Intent. I'm like, that costed me seven bucks and like, you know, 10 minutes of my assistant's time to go down the road and get something. So it's like those things I can fix. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, kids. Well, until next time, we'll have more stuff to talk about. Yes. (laughs) Take care. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Wedding Session. Remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can get updates to your phone for the latest episodes. Want to connect with us? Hit us up on Instagram at The Wedding Session. We're people first and planners second and understand everyone deserves their own unique wedding experience. So when it comes to planning your wedding, do what's right for you. This episode was written, produced, and created by us. us.